0: Welcome back to Channet Down Radio, where we deprogram from the deep Program. Welcome. This is episode 245 and chanitdownradio.com is the website. And I'm going to attach this to a mini series that I made many years ago called Raising Kids in the New World Order. This is part four. And you could also place this episode with I think it was episode 45, way back with Janice Barcello. All this, this is related. And today we're going to look at a topic that runs really deep, but most people give it little to no thought. It's another embedded foundational wrong in our society. And and that is circumcision. Um, Just like moral relativism, just like vaccines are normal, like following authority is normal, like working all day in a cubicle is normal. Like we, we, talked about with police on the earlier shows uh circumcision is also like that too it's considered normal but only because it is accepted by generational society doing the same thing over and over again so maybe some of you out there might think oh i don't need to listen to this one because i'm not gonna have kids or i have girls only or i'm I'm not circumcised so I don't need to listen or I'm I'm a woman, I don't have a penis or whatever, but none of that matters because we're going to talk about an ancient practice in our society that has huge repercussions. And to break this down is Sean McCann, the host of Waking the Dead, Pod, Wake the Dead podcast, true, true speaker, artist, and third time on the show. So welcome back, brother. Welcome back to Chant It Down, Sean.
1: Well, I'm glad to be here. It's great. And uh I I find you as a friend and I'm very glad that you've invited me to talk about this topic because it's very important to me in my life personally and um and bodily autonomy being an anarchist is like and I know you're an anarchist as well. It's very important that we own our bodies. Absolutely. And, and this this practice it it teaches the kid the baby that he doesn't own his body it teaches him that that someone can want right out of the womb or on the second day or the eighth day or whatever they take him away from the mother and they strap him down to a board and they forcibly remove part of his body like you can't have this you know and uh it's the worst pain that anybody can feel it's the most all the nerve endings are there there's like large blood vessels. And, um, you know, it's, it's trauma, it is trauma.
0: Yeah, it starts, it's, it's like, you know, a lot of people as they're born into the world are already traumatized by a hospital birth. And then you add that into the mix, and this stuff lasts for life. And we got to find ways. Well, I have two boys, and I'm lucky to have known not to do that. And I'm lucky to have hippie parents that I guess told me not to do. They decided not to do it. So, but I, I'm seeing these repercussions in our society as I've listened to what you've had to say about it already, and just all the things I knew before. So, let's definitely dive into it because it's really, it's really like it's it's multi-layered. There's so much to this that most people would never even give thought to.
2: Right. Well,
1: that's uh, that right there is an important point that no one ever gives thought to it. But that is uh, that is a function of the trauma because it's so traumatic, it puts an amnesia wall almost in the victim and yeah. it causes dissociation. It's the same mental mechanism that happens with satanic ritual abuse. And a lot of people, if they don't know what that is, they should look into it. Uh, he's pro- you probably talked about it on your show in the past. Yeah. Uh, I talk about it all the time on my show, Wake the Dead. So. Anyway, um this mechanism is a protection in the mind. It's like going into shock when trauma occurs, uh the shock, the adrenaline makes you not feel the pain to yeah. protect you from the harm so that you can get away from whatever is eating you or killing you or whatever.
0: Yeah, it's a natural so, function of the body that that would is there for a reason. But- exactly.
1: And likewise, that's what this dissociation does uh because the baby is held down uh, like it it can't run and it can't fight obviously and so it's trapped there and we have like we have the fight and flight mechanism in our brain but not even that can save us so uh we go to a third option which is dissociation um A lot of times the the baby will look like he's passed out or he went to sleep during the circumcision and a lot of doctors will be like oh it didn't hurt he slept right through it it's fine but really that was the kid the the soul of the child had to escape the body because the pain was so excruciating
3: yeah
1: so that's uh (laughs) okay so it is um i guess I wanted to like I kind of I wanted to start at a you know, kind of a weird area but um the because there's a lot of people that are in a in a tizzy about genital mutilation like we, people get real mad about female genital mutilation they get right. oh my god that's the worst thing
0: ever mm-hmm. it is
1: I mean it's terrible um,
0: like what the Muslims practice you mean like
1: yes yeah yes I mean they fully remove the clit like they it's horrific and disgusting yeah but uh like the also male circumcision is male genital mutilation same thing it's just as awful and it's forcibly holding them down it's the same process you know and anyway uh so everybody's mad about that and also. There are a lot of right-wing people out there that are mad about the transgender uh push to have uh to convince children and the parents of those children to allow them while they're while they're still young to uh mutilate their genitals that's what like turning it into a, like a vagina or whatever that's mutilation of the genitals that's really right. what it is a doctor might think he's an artist and Turn it into something that represents what might have been in nature on the other sex. uh, But whatever, what it is, is mutilation and it is pain and torture. And uh, whether the victim, I mean, the victim in this case would uh, is convinced through grooming and mind control that they should do that to themselves, which is at least one step better than circumcision of of babies that, that can't choose for themselves. Yeah. But I definitely. mean, it takes all that mind control of Disney and the schools and all the porno books and stuff in the libraries. So it takes a lot of work to get them to do that. Um, th- parents with circumcision have to make that choice and uh, that they they the, like the father might have been traumatized. And so he he had put that trauma behind an amnesia wall so when they ask him hey uh are you gonna circumcise your son he's like oh yeah whatever it's just a snip and he thinks in his mind my dick is fine and oh there's nothing wrong with it and like i was never traumatized i'm not a victim you know people don't want to think like that so uh yeah dude because because it uh because it happened to them if they do it to their son then that reinforces to them that it wasn't trauma if they have to think about it like is this trauma then and they don't do it to their son then that causes them like internal like holy crap i was traumatized and then maybe those memories will come back maybe it's it's kind of hell to recognize like because they have
0: to think about it themselves
1: right yeah right and the same The same goes for moms too because moms love their babies and they don't ever want to think that they ever did that to their baby you know and so they create a wall too sometimes like sometimes moms will notice the difference and maybe then they become an intactivist and they go and spread the word that circumcision is wrong uh but a lot of them, uh, they don't get that far in their thinking because that, and they don't want to be the abuser. They don't want, I love my baby. Oh, but her trust of this priest guy in a white lab coat that tells her to do this thing because the cult says so. And then he lies to her and says, Oh, it'll prevent penile cancer, it'll prevent HPV or AIDS or some shit. And it, All those things are it's not true there's no proof for that no (laughs) and it's so like um all it does is damage the uh the organ um it it lowers its ability to function properly and it removes all of its nerve endings and That's why America has such trouble with erectile dysfunction. And that's why they care so much about how big their dick is. And because like it's been damaged, there was a piece of it was removed. It's like so it's deep within us. And the males in our society have all been altered. Well, not all, but many of us have been altered. And in that it changes how we are psychologically. Even as adults. Uh it changes us forever and we stay that way. I'll get more into the psychological effects okay. later. I have more yeah. about that. Um but uh so this uh here, well let me see if I can.
0: Yeah, it's it's um it's it's uh is it just America that besides like out of the Middle East, just America that circumcises the most, or maybe more Western countries? I I, I have no idea, like
1: yeah, UK. America America circumcises – UK actually doesn't circumcise uh, anymore because there was a study published that proved how uh, traumatic it is for the babies, all the pain. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh-huh.
1: And they recognized that it's not medically necessary, and so they just stopped altogether. But there was only like 10 or 13% at that point when they stopped, and it was in like the 80s or something. And oh, wow. Right now it's uh, America, Israel, and maybe one other, I think, South Africa or something where um, the majority of the males are. And like, and the reason in America is because the American Association of Pediatrics is run by Jews
2: uh-huh. and
1: they want to make it look normal. And that way, uh, that way there's that way there's more acceptance of jews right because like they're always worried about people rejecting them and thinking they're strange and weird and like they have bad practices and and stuff but yeah. they do i mean all, circumcision is a bad practice it is trauma-based mind well, control it's yeah evil. i
0: think that the society has a hard time um Thinking that a whole culture could be wrong—that's been around for so long—that's, I think, a, a big problem people can't get past. But like, if it's wrong, it's wrong. It doesn't matter if it—it's a thousand, right. couple thousand years old, whatever it is. It's if it's bad, it's bad. And and look, I I have nothing against Jewish people themselves. Do just, but the the religion side of it that pushes that, I do have a problem with. You know, like yeah. I have a, a couple of Jewish friends that are just just people. You know, they don't. They don't really give a shit about a lot of that, but it's a right. cultural practice that is right. not a good norm.
1: And like they're raised within this cult. I mean, and the, the the cult like you must do these practices or else you're not a good Jew, and we have to shun you. And there's all these levels of coercion that right. go along with it. You know, Oh, well, your grandfather and your father and your mother and like all this, like that's so like this huge weight of you know, it's weird. And then the way that the Jews do it is they have a big party and everybody goes and witnesses it. <laughs> so the people that all the males in the room have all had it done to them. So when they witness it and they hear that baby scream, it unlocks within them. It reoccurs the the trauma is like they, their mind is reminded of their own trauma. And then they go into dissociation and the priest is there, like the master of ceremonies walks in and, you know, the moil, uh, you know, he walks in, everybody's like, Oh, you're the boss. Oh, you know, and he's basically a a monster that they are allowing to attack the the most vulnerable in the room. And like everybody has to hear it and they all have to stand and watch. And then they go, I mean, an adult will have gone to many bris Ceremonies in their lifetime, so it's keep recurring, and it keeps them in this state of like subservient to the monster who might suck the blood out of my penis, you know. Um, the metzitsa is what it's called. Like they, they suck the pain-infused blood,
0: <laughs> and that's basically it's, adrenochrome. I mean, isn't exactly. it I exactly? Mean, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah.
1: Because there's, I mean, there's a lot of there's the adrenaline because they're feeling the pain. Uh, there's other. um uh, humans are drugs like we produce endogenous drugs and uh that can be like it's in our blood then it's going through our blood while we are being tortured mm-hmm. so that if they harvest that blood they can use it for their ritual and they can use it as a drug you know um and there's a practice ancient jews uh used to do this blood libel and that is a bloodletting of a child usually they in the you know in the history they always say it's like a christian boy like you know like uh like what crowley says like a seven or eight year old like male boy of you know whatever and oh. they'll bleed him they'll let like cut lots oh, of little cuts so that he doesn't die and he's just feeling all this pain and it's like excruciating to tie him down and they bleed him and they circumcise on a lot of times they'll, they'll cut the foreskin because there's a lot of blood there too. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: there's Simeon de Trent is a famous one. Um, there are a lot of instances where uh, Jews uh, are caught doing this or, um, you know, it just the, just the circumcision itself uh, is so horrific to many Gentiles that they're just horrified at the whole culture. And I mean, I feel it too. It's like, holy crap, how do they do this to their own babies, you know? So in that sense, it's always like, oh, the Jews are bad. I think that is a big reason why people instinctually hate the Jews because of how they treat their own babies. (laughs) I mean, I don't hate anybody, you know? They're victims too, you know? I was held down and abused the same way that they were, you know, and I'm not a Jew. Like, it's just... I came from the Boston area and that's, it was like 90% up there. Like everybody, um, but anyway, Catholics
0: do it too, right?
1: Yeah, they do. Even though they're not supposed to. It's like, I
0: I was in Europe, I went in this old church and it was creepy. Well, one thing was creepy is they still had caskets cemented into the wall there, like by the podium, but then I went in the back and there was this big dish and I guess it was where. They performed, I think that's what they said. They performed circumcision.
1: Wow. The energy It's not the baptism, it's for circumcision.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think so. And I, I, it had a drain, but I was, I, the energy in that place was so bad that we just left. I mean, it was part of the actual tour. We weren't actually trying to go to the church, but they, for some reason, they thought it would be cool to go in this historic church. It was not cool. And I don't know, but I, I, all that stuff, that gothic stuff is, is um i don't know personally scares me like i feel yeah. like this is this is a big institution of
2: yeah
0: That's highly
1: occult yeah there's yeah. a lot of occult
0: yeah yeah
1: so um i'm gonna share this here now i'm gonna try to find it There's this is the documentary what is a woman by matt walsh
4: identifies as a woman
1: uh, let's see if we can find I think it was during this interview no where is she as a woman this one
4: he's not actually a woman
1: uh, that's
4: correct <laughs> male
1: okay, so where is she she's talking about this dude John money, who uh, did the first is one then there was a people would debate on uh if the the nature of the child is like, if the child grows up from nature or nurture, if that's what really gives the person his uh, personality or whatever, and this John Money guy thought that it was nature, or I mean, not nature, but nurture. Like what what we input into the kid, it's it's like a robot. It's gonna you know it will be that when we're done, when when he grows up, and. Uh,
2: Medical care
1: for you. Uh, so this, he had the idea that if you change the sex of a child before they're three years old, then they can grow up as a healthy natural uh, opposite sex, and it won't harm the kid's psychology. And there is a family which had a um,
4: in. Thirty thousand people, and one.
1: Yeah, there's a family who, who had twins, and they uh, they thought there was a problem, and they said that the kids had phimosis. And was it like phim- a
0: burned penis or something? Yeah, like- you've heard this story, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went over so, it like- briefly on this show, but it was John Money yeah well i'll let you show it here here
1: i'm trying to find i should have clipped it out man i, I thought no i might have here actually uh we can just we'll just skip that part because i'll just talk about it because i thought i had a clip that was like right there but i got the whole movie and i had to scroll through i'm sorry everybody but, no no worries um, um basically uh G- matt walsh is like got this crusade against the genital mutilation of children and I agree with it. It's great. Good good for it. Good on you. Keep doing the great work, you know. Yeah. And uh, and so he made this movie What is a Woman and it became very popular and uh his show blew up and he got recognition for his opinions and um and in this movie he talks about John Money and this family they had they, they had twins and they they believed that that the kids had phimosis which is like when the the foreskin is adhered to the glands and they think that's a problem but actually that's because they don't even understand the biology of their of their own bodies like uh when a child is born the foreskin is always fused to the glands that's how it's built It's how it should be it's like a hymen it doesn't it doesn't like separate from the glands uh until the until it separates on its own like um like when they're 13 or something is an average age and it starts and then the gland starts to be exposed you know because they're starting to have and because they're uh, becoming pubescent you know that's it's supposed to stay fused the whole time when they're a baby and doctors think that you gotta pull it back and clean under there Yes. And they're like, oh, this won't pull back. Oh, we gotta give it a circumcision because it's a fine So like these parents were told, Oh, there's something wrong with these natural penises that are working perfectly fine. And the parents are like, oh, well, we gotta do something. And so they brought them, they brought their kids to these doctors. And they the method that they were using to circumcise, they were using this like hot iron to cauterize the foreskin and there was a malfunction with the iron and it burned the entire penis away mm. like it burned it away all completely had yeah. no more penis and that's yeah. common you can lose a penis there i mean many they like botched circumcisions happen every day so that's another thing parents should think about yeah. <laughs> because you, your kid might not even have a dick so and so they're horrified uh oh, and then they didn't circumcise the other twin <laughs> and so then this uh then it turned out the kid's dick was fine he grew up fine normal but the other kid was abused and mutilated and uh parents heard about this john money and they were like oh and they heard his theory and they're like well our kid is still under 3 so let's see if we can do it so like they brought him to the guy and they dressed him up they brought him to money and money told him like oh yeah dress him up like a girl and make him be a girl and then he was playing with trucks and stuff and you know he grew up like and then he heard when he was 13 that yeah you were a boy and we just like it was a problem whoops and the kid ended up killing himself and his brother killed himself because it's such yeah. a trauma and so this was highlighted in this "What Is a woman movie, because it's such a horrific uh, story. And, it, and that was the beginning of the, you know, turning children into the opposite sex, like that's where it started. And I just wanted to bring it to everybody's attention that it started with the mutilation of a circumcision. If it wasn't, if that child wasn't circumcised, then none of that would have happened and they would have had to find some other story to be the experiment, you know, maybe they, maybe it wouldn't have turned out the way it is now. Maybe we wouldn't have Disney trying to teach kids like you can change and change back. And it's no big deal, you know? So, uh, so now because I got kind of a personal vendetta about this guy, because, uh, this is what he says here turn it up for you people to listen so this is his opinion on what we are talking about
4: today here uh cannot quite do justice Here, wait. um. as i said words uh cannot quite do justice to the enormity of of the evil here the the depths of the evil The people who are pushing this and promoting it are, as I have said many times, and I, and I believe with every fiber of my being, these are among the worst human beings. The ones who are pushing it and promoting it and doing it, two kids, are among the worst human beings who have ever lived on the planet. That's true. People
1: that right. harm kids like that are the worst human beings. And he's talking about the turning kids to doctors, is it? Cut up little kids and turn them into the opposite sex so this is his you know declaration of how evil it is right
0: so this guy matt walsh uh, is he like a i don't know this guy very well he's like
1: a right wing dude he's got um uh you know the um ben shapiro yeah Mm -hmm. ben shapiro does this has this daily wire network and they hired him to be like another guy on the network and he's like right-wing statist, very, you know, America first. And those lefty losers and look at them, yeah, yeah, you know, that type I of I
0: figured thing. it was kind of like that, but I'm just not familiar <laughs> with this guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah,
1: He's just another one of them. But still, uh, you know, he has a, a personality, people like him. And he did that What is a Woman movie was very well done. I think that was a very well done film.
4: In the same category, the Nazi. So here I'm going to turn it back. So I'll just a little bit two kids, are among the worst human beings who have ever lived on the planet. I mean, they they belong in the same category. The Nazi comparisons and all the rest of it are tired and overplayed, but but they belong right in that category. In the category of the most monstrous uh, demons to have ever walked the face of the earth. Right, yeah. And there are a lot of other things that we talk about you know, in our society, a lot of other issues we deal with, other issues that I talk about all the time and that we'll talk about today on the show, but I can tell you right now, and I'm not going to be around to say I told you so, but uh, history books in the future, like this is the only thing they're going to be worried about. With our, our whole era of history in Western civilization will be defined by this. They will be writing books and history books focused almost entirely on this it's like when history books talk about the 1860s uh in in the united states it's there are other things that happen besides the civil war but the civil war is the only thing the history books are concerned about in the 1860s
1: so genital mutilation has been happening since the beginning of time since yeah. babylon i mean this guy is <laughs> such a retard but anyway like
4: we'll keep listening well when the when the history books tell of uh, the 2010s and the 2020s this is what that chapter is going to be about and there are going to be debates raging among historians for centuries to come just trying to figure out how could this have happened they'll be baffled by it. like how could this have happened how did how did anyone allow it to happen how did anyone allow
1: some doctor to cut their own babies you know he's right. talking about how could you allow anybody to ch- to chop up your kids yeah.
0: Yeah.
4: Now he's and I'm read, living through it. I'm asking He's gonna read an email now. The same question. Okay. Let's see. Ann says, I want to take you seriously about your crusade against genital mutilation, but can you continue to ignore the most common form, circumcision. There's not any point in trying to ban genital mutilation if you're going to make an exception for that. Um, I find this point that I hear sometimes exceptionally annoying whoa really it's annoying to him (laughs) and and ridiculous oh um and you're also it's you're doing a big favor to the left and maybe that's your point (laughs) maybe that's what you're trying to do so it's okay
1: to cut babies like this but it's not okay to cut babies like that that's what he's saying and yeah, if you no think, exactly, if you think that cutting babies' penises
4: is wrong, you're just helping the left. <laughs> <laughs> but this is exactly an analogy that they want to make. Oh. In fact, there was someone, I think it was a Tennessee lawmaker yesterday on Twitter, said that our attempts to uh, ban these things in Tennessee is, a, is an infringement on, on the religious freedom of Jews. <laughs>
1: Oh, it needs to have the freedom to chop our babies because we own our baby. we have domination over our babies because the religion has domination over us and our religion has been doing it since before it was Judaism. She shouldn't be it, wrong, you know. <laughs> right, can't yeah. be wrong like yeah. because he has sons.
4: Because she's she's drawing a comparison yeah. between circumcision and um an actual castration. Yeah. So, that, so when you do that, that's exactly what they want. They want to say, oh, you see, they're two exactly the same things. Both of them
1: involve holding the kid down. I mean, actually one of them is even worse. Circumcision is worse because the kid doesn't want it to be done. And you hold it down against its will and you remove part of its body. Right. It's torture. I mean, what the hell is so different? And the, the same wiring uh uh the you know like the the nerve endings and and all that it's the same when you're severing those nerves it's gonna affect the brain it's trauma to those nerves gonna so yeah this
0: guy is it's it's, he's um he's just kind of like skimming along here and saying that basically that um well i i guess it's this is again like this left right paradigm like yeah Yeah. these days these right wingers make a little more sense than they used to because the left went so radical but then they still really are missing so many points yeah
1: yeah like he um he's defending genital mutilation Mm -hmm. but his whole thing is a crusade against genital mutilation and he looks like a clown he's a total clown and everybody should know this.
4: Here, I'm just going to play the last. So if, you, if, you're, if you're fine with one, you should be fine with the other. But, of course, they're not the same thing at oh, all. Oh, really? Okay, can you see the
1: difference between... The difference is he mutilated his own sons this way.
2: Yes.
1: But he would never mutilate his sons that way. See? And he himself has a wall inside. He won't allow it to... To, he doesn't want the knowledge that he himself was held down and abused, tortured, generally mutilated, or that he instructed doctors to do it to his own kids. He'll right. never get there.
2: Right. He'll
1: never get there. That's why I'm playing this clip. Not because, I mean, I do hate the guy a little bit uh, just because of this, <laughs> yeah. but I'm not, it's not to like smash, you know, this guy sucks. Uh, what I'm showing you is an example of how people cannot think of it they they won't like it's so ironic in this case because it's genital mutilation uh le- legit exactly the same and he's like nope not the same nope you're bad for saying so you know okay. because it's it it would be traumatic for him to realize it so it's like block it out doesn't happen, not real, and that makes the dad want to do it to his own kid because it didn't it's not real, it's not pain, you know, so like oh, he doesn't feel it, oh babies don't feel pain, all these lies you know they that they tell yeah. themselves to so that it perpetuates into the next generation, and we see that with s r a you know the mm-hmm. The, the parents were abused and then they abused their kids and so on and so on. And so right. this is another example. I mean, this is trauma-based mind control. Like I can explain more about that uh, if you like. It, it is satanic ritual abuse. And a lot of the doctors in the hospitals are satanic. A lot of them are cult members. They are actually in the, the dark occult. Yep. And they work there to gather blood or body parts or, you know, to, to cover up the torture of all the kids that they tortured last night at the ritual. They come into the hospital the next day. That's a perfect you know?
0: place for them to be guys for them to be behind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now that one point back the that guy too, that mm-hmm. just played Matt Walsh. Right. I mean, in some ways, like I don't agree with what they're doing with kids these days and changing their sex, but these kids are thinking they're the other sex. So by their free will, in a way, they're right. letting, allowing it, but the baby has no no choice in the matter. So it's that's almost in huge. a way worse.
1: Yeah, you know? that's a huge point. Yes, it is much worse. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, I don't agree with what people are doing because kids don't even know who they are. I mean, I, I would argue that we don't even know who we are till like 30, but – Right. Maybe I don't. You know, we still don't know. Who knows? But like, at the point, the at least that the kid has a conscious choice in the matter. That's right. Who's going to cut off his dick or right? Girl's going to get a penis. I don't even know how that even works. But but, uh, they
1: they cut a big chunk of their arm and then they roll it up like a cannoli and then they just hang it. They just attach it. It It just hangs. No, no, it's just a flesh thing that hangs. It's really weird. And then they got this huge wound on their arm. Like everybody can see it. (laughs) And it's like all the flesh. It goes way all, it's sick. It's really, anyway. Yeah, Yeah. it is gross. But that's another show. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, here's another one. This is uh, Jeff Goldblum on Conan O'Brien. And this is just another example of the way that people minimize and try to Jewish gentleman, you are
5: a Jewish man, and are you, did you have a, are you going to have a bris? Uh, going to have one, nobody has one later, maybe they do. No, we had one early on, but not a bris, meaning the traditional and uh, ritualistic uh, religioso affair, but medically, although it was a question.
1: As if there's a difference. I mean, come on. Before.
5: Right.
1: It's still the same action, you tie him down, you cut him up, like,
5: but finally, we decided upon getting the... You know what a brisk does. You know what it is. I think every bris is the removal the of the... It's yeah. a circumcision. The foreskin is removed. Yes. Yes, and exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so the doctor... Ha, 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 ha. out the window, yeah. Our lovely doctor, Randy Harris, who used to play for the Mets. Huh? Good plug. T- before... Really? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay. No, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. but uh, he he became a <laughs> then he became a, a doctor. So he said, you know, this is not in any way religious, but I think it's a good idea. I do it. I do it good, and you can watch if you want. It's not so uh, not so uh, nice, but uh, yeah. anyway, he he did uh, it. He says, but I don't say the traditional blessing. I sing uh, "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" <laughs> as I'm doing it. If you want to uh, join in, and we did. You guys sang "Take Me Out to the Ball Game," and then when he was done with that, it was just. You know, well, it's not, it's not what you think. Have you ever seen it? They don't use a deli slicer. Yeah, no, they, they, (laughs) you you, you, I'm sorry. Did you,
1: (laughs) yeah, it's, I mean, it's as gory as a deli slicer, really. I mean, (laughs) did
5: you do it? Did you do it? Did you do it to your children? No, you have, you have, you have a boy.
1: You see him thumbing his nose at him, like. This yeah. Andy Richter is the best. He's like, did you do it? And Andy Richter thumbs his nose
6: at him. Let's listen more. And a girl, that's right. And you didn't do it? You're no. uncircumcised? My my son is uncircumcised. Really? I mean, it, everybody at school, my son's uncircumcised. <laughs> 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 so interesting. And I didn't. I didn't.
1: Andy Richter is a is just a genius, the way that he handles this, this is what great watches.
6: I, it's really more his information to give out, but <laughs> I guess I screwed up, sorry, hon. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, you,
5: so, you, so you must have researched it and uh, it's because of the natural way? Yes, or, yes. You want him to look like daddy? No, no, I,
2: I, actually, <laughs>
6: oh, I actually, I don't need to cry, I don't know.
1: That's a big point to look like daddy that's a big thing that's another right, right like people that are have been cut by that like they do the same uh just because in their mind they're like that's my kid i, I don't want him to look different it's but anyway here we'll, we'll keep going i
6: mean quite seriously i am i am circumcised. <laughs> i'm so glad this is going this way yes circumcised but I don't you know I mean I I imagine so yeah but (laughs) yes um, yes well I mean you know I mean I'm so obviously a Jew uh, (laughs) no no I I mean I'm circumcised because I was born at the time when it was just there was no question about it
5: standard in this culture yeah yeah, but
6: with with my son I mean as I told the doctor (laughs) I I said uh, he was born perfect why change him uh, oh, that's really yeah, that's a very nice thing. Oh, good idea.
1: That is a very nice thing. Oh, See, good That, that idea. was
6: tactful. That was pretty tactful. Yes. I like
1: yes. that. Yes. Yeah. And now listen to how he follows it up.
6: That reminds me of when I. So what I'm saying is you've mutilated your child.
5: <laughs> Uh, you know, I know the argument. I listen. I I think it's probably
6: you're you're probably right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, you know what? Well, I've had no a okay time with yeah. my cut one. It's been fine. You know. I mean, it's not like it robbed me of anything. I... Yes, it did. Yes, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, Jeff. Uh. <laughs> so at least Jeff
1: was at least Jeff was nice enough alo- nice enough to agree. Yeah. yeah, you're probably right. You know, like. And he is right. And everybody should speak up and say, he was born perfect. Like it's not necessary. And you mutilated your son. Everybody needs to hear that shit because it's the truth. So that's, that's just an example of how fathers minimize and an example of a good father who was abused as a kid and chose not to do it to his son and it's we got to break the cycle yeah and that's another reason why i come on to shows like yours and preach the word don't harm your kids you know yeah Um, uh, because we can all make that choice that's the one thing it's not like like with all a lot of the things that the dark occult is doing to us like the way you know they they chemtrail us, they put fluoride in the water, they you know, they 5G us and we're victims in that sense. But with this, they have to ask our permission.
2: Right. They
1: still we have to give our free will consent because in this in this age, we still our stewards are stewards or you know, own, I guess in legal terms, the baby. They can't just do what they want with it. So we are the the protectors of this next generation. It's not up to the government to we, we're not going to like we don't have to make a bill and change things with the government or whatever cuz that shit never works. What yeah. this this is the one one of the things that we can change and it is changing slowly it's changing. Uh when I was a kid it was like you know a lot more people were yeah. were being circumcised. Uh, than they are now so the trend is waning people are slowly waking up and so we just got to keep pushing the message and keep bringing this i
0: I, be honest and real personal i want because i am not i remember Mm -hmm. growing up like asking other kids when i was little if they were and Mm -hmm. i started to feel like an outsider (sighs) i didn't know what it was but thank god but yeah yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And that's one of the things like um, a doctor will try to convince a mother to do it. And he'll say, Oh, he might get made fun of in the gym locker room when he's 12. <laughs> and uh, oh, that's a perfect reason to mutilate my, my child's genitalia. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah.
0: I mean, and just to think like, if how many people are actually going to, like, other than your lover, there's not many people that are going to see your exactly. Dick. So it's like, exactly. it's pretty hidden, you know, you're not right out there comparing, or at least I never was. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many people that were. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, there's weirdos everywhere.
0: But. Yeah, there is. Yeah.
1: Sure. <laughs> so like, yeah. um, so here we, uh, I have here, wait, I got some more. <clears throat> I've, I did a, I did a presentation with my wife, Jennifer Rose, and it's titled, uh, his body his choice and we played some clips in that where uh there's parents I well, maybe we don't need to play into it play that one I, everybody should just check out my channel uh and look at uh uh that presentation his body his choice
2: yeah, I'll and it it's,
1: it's about 70 minutes. It's like, uh, we did that for shattering the illusion, which was a conference, uh, presented by my friend, James Cordner. Um, yeah. and we put this together and it's really good. We go into, we, we go deep into how the people can't recognize that, you know, it's blind to them. And so it perpetuates. And so that point is a little further explored in that presentation. So I invite everyone to go uh, listen to that or watch that.
0: Uh, Yeah, that sounds cool. Um, Awesome. I, I think it, I think more people just don't really think about this. That's what it is. But it runs really deep.
1: Yeah, it runs as deep as it gets. Because um, the, the baby doesn't have a self yet. It's still um, it's still, in a sense, not, well, it doesn't have a personality yet. So in a way, it's almost like a multiple personality already, you know, Uh, it goes from one state of existence to the next and doesn't remember between, you know, like uh, it's happy, it's hungry, it's wants to, you know, it's wet diaper and like all these different things. And it can go from one, like, so it, uh, a baby kind of, in a sense, well, it doesn't have a self. And it's building itself from the beginning. And the core of it is all the subconscious input that it receives in the first six or seven years. Um, And the very beginning of those six or seven years is uh, where the very core, very, very core of the self is structured. So if, if you can attack the the brain and the self of that baby before it even is a self it incorporates into its mind uh distrust and the the dissociation reaction is like all of a sudden it realizes oh i can dissociate like Mm -hmm. so um it teaches the brain to dissociate it it causes uh distrust with the mother it like it breaks the bond like it it changes the brain chemically and it never goes the brain never goes back to baseline configuration it's it's it it changes us forever and then when it's so young it makes us like we believe that's part of our personality you know and um and i guess we're going to talk about the i've got a clip uh from ron goldman who wrote the book, um, circumcision, the hidden trauma. He talks about the psychological effects, long-term psychological effects. Um, and I guess I'll play that towards the end. Uh, sure. Um, so what circumcision is, uh, it's there, it, it's a lot of pain. It's torture, but really it, it involves the separation of the foreskin of the prepuce from the glands the head of the penis and uh so that that is held on to it's it's sealed together much like your fingernails in the same way that your fingernails are attached to your fingers it's fused the same way yeah and so like they rip that apart from the glands Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and then they uh there's different mechanisms uh, a lot of times there's like a bell or a like a, that fits down over the head and then they pull the foreskin up over that and then they put a clamp on the outside and it it tightens and until it just separates the the skin away um there's other ones where it involves a knife um and so then they they cut away the skin and uh and then the uh the the wound has to not like because it's a wound it'll try to retract again and so the remnants of what's left will kind of curl up onto the head of the penis and sometimes that will heal to the head of the penis so uh the mother or whoever has to retract like pretty much every time they change the diaper and it's a open wound in a dirty mm-hmm. diaper, which is so retarded. And um, yeah. babies bleed out a lot because uh, they don't start making blood clotting elements uh, in their blood for the first couple of days. They, so that's why they give all babies vitamin K because it helps their blood to clot. And they think that, I mean, so like this helps the clotting up from the circumcision, but some babies don't have circumcision, but they still give vitamin K to everybody so that it covers up the truth that circumcision causes sudden infant death syndrome. Kids bleed out straight up. Like kids, babies will scream to death. They won't breathe anymore and die while the procedure is happening. And they can lose their penis completely they can cut too much off they can cut some muscle away they can cut the head completely away it can uh it can fester and rot and there's many things that can go wrong yeah. um the jewish per, uh perf- performance i guess with all the people uh, the traditional way they do it, they separate the prepuce from the glands with a with a sharpened thumbnail.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that's a dirty. That's that's not even hygienic. That's disgusting. Yeah, yeah I mean- how
1: hygienic? And then that's the first part. Then they peel it and they cut it, and then they take the wound and they uh, they suck the blood from the wound. That's called metzitsa. That's an actual practice that happened. Uh, it's it's still happening today, and so uh, it it is so horrific and scary. And this it in it introduces uh, much bacteria into this open wound. Um, there's many complications that can happen. So it is not uh it's not clean. It's not. Some people think it's cleaner to have it done. Because they are told that um, when they're an adult, if they don't clean it enough, then they can get, like, um, uh, infections. Right, right.
0: Yeah, when I was growing up, I was told that I had to pull skin back Mm -hmm. at a young age. And the doctor did it for me. And it really hurt. That's wrong. It's wrong. wrong, Right. Yeah. It probably fucked me up somewhere. I'm sure it did, probably. Yeah. yeah.
1: At least you still have the movement. You have they didn't yeah, take yeah. away the part. It's still attached. No,
0: no, no, but it it definitely yeah. I remember it that being pretty hard hardcore. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to do that.
1: Yeah. That so that's wrong. They should doctors don't even understand the anatomy. Like I said earlier, it's fused and it's not supposed to separate. Yeah. And it separates naturally as uh you start to have erections and you start to become like I mean little babies get erections too, but I mean like In puberty it becomes a more regular thing and it's natural it separates then.
2: Yeah.
1: Um or it it can sometimes separate on its own, like when they're two or three or like it's every kid is different, right? Mm -hmm. But it should never be manipulated by the doctor like they did to you. Sometimes when uh the doctor does that, it tears in the wrong way, and then there's a wound that has to be fixed, and then they're like, Oh, now we gotta do a circumcision that's what happened to my grandfather and my mom knew that and she knew how painful it was for him to have it done at 13 so she thought oh i'll just do it to you now as a baby that'll be a good idea but really babies feel more pain what was i talking about the uh okay one second. separation okay the separation of the uh of the prepuce from the glands and uh so that it shouldn't be it shouldn't be done by a doctor. And a lot of doctors think they have to do it, but they don't even understand their own body because that piece was removed. Like a lot of doctors are males who were circumcised. Yeah. And even back into the like Victorian age and the and then the eighteen hundred in the eighteen hundreds and stuff, like circumcision was done to rich Children, which even more corroborates with the SRA, because like, the, you know, rich kids are traumatized. Yeah. Turn them into psychopaths. What, what were you saying? You were oh no, say I'm
0: hoping that weed whacker wasn't coming in. Somebody's. Oh, no, I don't. Okay. okay, okay, good. I don't yeah. hear that. Okay, good. okay,
1: okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about all the edits you got to make now, but I didn't <laughs> no, hear it, right. so it's okay. Minor. minor. Okay. Yeah, okay. Cool. So, um, so rich families. In the 1800s would do it to their kids so it was almost like a woman who it's a woman who is going to be laying with that man she sees he's circumcised and that's like oh he's a rich guy <laughs> oh. so like there's that hypergamy element to it I and yeah. And people wanted to seem like they're rich and like, I want to be like the rich. And um, for some reason, they put Jews on a pedestal. Like they thought that they didn't do crime as much. And they thought that they didn't masturbate. And they thought that they were like a lot better of a society or something. Uh, there was a lot of like, in America at least. And so that – that. um informed and so like they kind of took the traditions of these of these people Well, oh, they they have a much more calm society oh they're much more tribal and like you know they um we look up to them so we should do like they do you know and they also thought that masturbation was like the root of all vice evils like you know people are homeless on the street because masturbation people are drug addicts because masturbation people are lazy because masturbation and so for real yeah Yeah. and they thought oh well if we remove the ability of the outer skin to move up and down like then they can't masturbate right Uh, (laughs) it's like removing the function of what you know and that also in america there's a lot more lubes and lotions and stuff sold because all the guys now they need that because oh, there isn't right. the lubrication of the extra skin that, mm-hmm. that moves freely so anyway so they're removing the ability for the kids to have the ex- the skin to move like that and it removes all of the nerve endings of the erogenous the erogenous area of the penis like it's um the head of the penis doesn't really have nerve endings. It's just it's not. Um, with gorillas, it does, <laughs> and the foreskin doesn't really have nerve endings. But with bonobos, the foreskin has all the nerve endings, and the head doesn't. And if you look at the way that their their societies are, the way the gorillas treat each other, and the way that bonobos treat each other if you know anything about a bonobo
0: no what is a bonobo a bonobo
1: the bonobo is in as a primate i think it's an ape who uh it i forget where they live africa maybe but they uh their society how they interact with each other they just they just bang each other constantly like they instead of like the way that we do handshake they would have sex that's just how <laughs> bonobos are. they're just constantly with each other, and the okay. women are putting it you know the the females are putting their butt up, and then the dudes are doing it and like that's just how bonobos are. People should look it up okay. and the uh with study doctors have found that uh the the foreskin is where so like that the function of it creates um more pleasure bonding and uh like oxytocin release of endogenous like like love chemicals, right? But with a gorilla, they just they just hold the female down, pound it out, you're done. Like I'm the master. Oh, and it's yeah. like about domination and uh violence and that's how you win a mate. But with the bonobos, it's all about like the the feelings and the you know the oh, uh yeah having you know um experiencing this yes yeah. yeah, sensual yeah right yeah. so like that's a little clue into what what the foreskin can do to the bonding between a male and a female um and also the way that the skin uh connects to the labial folds of the female vagina it it's like connects like a suction cup and the and then the skin move or the the inner shaft moves but the outer shaft doesn't like just saw away at the woman's vagina it's not like just like pound and pound there's like a lot more going on inside you know the folds Uh are folding and they're um they work in unison together
0: and so that would explain why Uh, like in porn the the man's always like you know smacking it you know just like pounding yeah you
1: know? smashing away yeah and a lot of like when we were growing up a lot of the porn stars pretty much all the ones that i'd ever seen and the ones that i'd seen were circumcised right just because you know uh well, porno was made by Satanists too and Jews.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, exactly. so like they want to push that circumcision is normal. And like a lot of straight guys, the only other dicks they ever see are the ones in the movies, you know, when they're jerking off watching. Sure.
0: sure. You know, yeah.
1: Uh, so like that, then it becomes normal. They see porn again and again and like, oh, that's, you know, cut dick with the big lying around it and like you know and it the the head is keratinized because it's exposed all the time it has to like it has to get tough and like uh like when when you're working with your hands all the time and you don't wear gloves and you get like calluses yeah that's kind of what happens to the head of of a penis when it doesn't have a foreskin to protect it you know, it's like wow. removing yeah. your eyelids and like having to go around with no eyelids all the time. You know, there's a reason like,
0: why we're born with it. it it's exactly. Function. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Every mammal has every male mammal and even females have a foreskin, you know, mm-hmm. like a females all have a clitoral hood. To that's protect true. Their, that's true. You know, yeah. and it's just like it's an it, that's how all mammals are. And why is it that humans think that necessary to remove that? And and it goes back to the the cultural uh lies of the myths that go back to the ancient religions. Um I don't know if you wanted to get into that. I yeah, guess let's we could start talking some, about some that.
0: that. Yeah. Um, I've always heard Babylon, but I also read a little bit about Egypt too.
1: Well, Egypt um as far as Egypt goes, I think that the passover blood that uh is actually about I think when I read it, I think of it as like um, that they're putting like the firstborn male is the one that has to die in wow. that story. so the the angel of death. Visits upon, you know, Moses calls, calls the angel of death to do the Passover, right? Yeah. And it's passing over the houses that have blood on their door. So all these houses did the blood ritual yeah. and their firstborn son doesn't have to die. Yeah. That's- so think about that, really. So if you understand about the beginning of Yahweh cults, Yahweh, even in the book now, Yahweh says, uh, on the eighth day, sacrifice the male, the firstborn male, of your cows, of your chickens, of your own blood, your own children, you must sacrifice the firstborn male. And the ancient Yahweh cults would build a moloch fire and they would sacrifice their babies into this fire and that was ancient infanticide it's basically ancient uh birth control you know and they would do ritual sex rituals at certain days and then these sex rituals would create babies and these babies were fed to moloch like the mol the fires of moloch and yahweh is baal yahweh is the lord of the moloch fire that they are sacrificing those babies to so we know about this from the canaanites and we've seen the tophets with the the bones of the babies burned yeah Uh, so this is the truth and so this is the, the the beginning of judaism and Judaism and the Yahweh cults adopted it from other tribes. Like it came from before. Like, uh-huh. uh, so this sacrifice of the firstborn male on the eighth day—that uh, is what Yahweh requires. That's part of the. That's part of it. So when the Passover ghost of angel of death is visiting egypt it sees that the, uh those certain houses did the blood ritual so it is ritual magic it's ceremonial magic where they do blood is involved right
2: yeah
1: and uh and then we can look at the jesus thing and like oh i drink his blood and yeah. that whole but we don't need it but anyway so um they the uh story of abraham You got uh, he was going to kill his son, Isaac, and and then the angel says, no, no, don't kill him. It's okay." But God wants you to chop the end of his dick. And then he's like, oh, okay." And then Abraham does it to himself and he's like, everybody that's a Jew has to do this. And in a way, it's like it's a substitution for killing the baby instead of sacrificing the baby all the way you get to keep the baby but you just sacrifice the manhood of that baby
2: yeah yeah
1: and in the old days there was a lot of infections and the kid could die and like circumcision was pretty brutal you know uh so in an, in a way instead of attacking the result of your own fertility you're attacking the fertility of the next generation ahead of you and uh here i've got a
0: well i was just gonna say this yahweh character i mean i've always questioned this guy i mean he's obviously one of these gods with a little, little g you know these right. one of these uh um, nephilim or or these um Anunnaki's or whatever they were because um this is not coming from divinity this is this is like a jealous god right you, you know all the all the emotions of this god certainly don't sound like something coming from the all knowing. So I've always questioned it, especially the old Testament of the Bible, just because it's all built off this Yahweh character. If I'm correct, I think the whole thing just about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. It, it, yes. And like the reason America circumcises is because we are so uh, enmeshed, I guess is a word with the Jewish people
0: um hollywood also yeah
1: yep Mm -hmm. and the government and Mm -hmm. all the people that abuse children you know like abusing kids goes like circumcision is abuse to children you know uh pedophilia is abuse to children and when they uh it it creates a lack of empathy it create it helps to create a psychopath in the victim um We might get into that later, but so uh, talking about the, so here's a quote from Leonard Glick. Uh, In summary, the father offers his son's foreskin a bloody sacrifice for what may have been a substitute for child sacrifice because it's performed on the eighth day. Even now, a Jewish baby they lay, they're they allowed to be with their mother intact for seven days. And then on the eighth day, they got to take the foreskin off. That's the rule. And the eighth day is when Yahweh took the firstborn male of every Yahweh ad- adherent to that religion. So that exactly aligns its proof that, that it is a substitution. So uh, he declares acknowledgment of paternity readiness to submit the child to a perilous procedure avowal of sexual restraint of his own and his son in the future intention to raise him as a conforming member of the male centered collective and in summary offers his submission to the elders will mm. if yep. you if you can override your own innate uh, like we are built to protect our kids. We love our kids. Yeah. And this blood sacrifice. Is requiring for us to negate, to go against our own natural love instinct and allow fear to be implanted into the baby. like now from now on that baby can't trust and it's afraid the whole world can tie it down and cut it cut its body up
0: (laughs) and that's huge really when you think about yeah yeah I mean and and that love
1: like the the love of a parent with its child that bond of a mother with its baby is so important to the world like we that's our first relationship that's the primary relationship and if you look at all the psychopaths in history like all the really wacky ones they all had mommy issues (laughs) and this like cuts away the bond between the mother and the child oh yeah you know they a lot of circumcised kids they won't latch to their mother's breast they just stare off into nothing They, sometimes they cry incessantly, cannot be consoled. And then the mother just gives up trying to console the baby like, Oh, nothing I can do. And then that further divides. Oh, then the, you know, when the baby sees the mother's not even going to try to console you anymore, like, Oh, now I'm totally alone, you know, and that fear and loneliness and disconnection, uh, is the worldview of that baby. And then it grows up in the religious orders and it has to follow orders and it has to, you know, comply with the priest who sucked the blood out of its wounded penis.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, okay. <laughs> that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, I can. – That's all uh, I can say. It's- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like that,
1: it, it is trauma based mind control. Yeah. That's why, like, the SRA satanic ritual abuse requires the abuse of babies. You have to abuse them while they're young for the function of the brain to be wired the way that they want. Right. Like it's, it's not like they're all perverts. I mean, they all are perverted because they're psychopaths. Their brains don't work properly. And you know, whatever. they're per- the perverts and evil. But um, they, the, it's necessary to rape the kids. Like that's why they, they need to have kids for the ritual. They need to have kids to murder in front of these other kids that they're trying to program. They need kids to have blood. You know, that's why they're getting all these Mexican pregnant women and just shipping them over the border. You know, and like putting yeah. them. In. It's it's uh it is a currency, and it's it's beyond money. It's like this is what the dark occultists is trade in blood and organs and it's i mean it's some of the blackest pill stuff yeah uh but really if if they can make s- uh satanic ritual abuse light and put it on everybody then that's perfect for their mind control because i mean look at nine eleven. that was trauma and they put you it on all of us
0: thing over and over again the building yeah. hit Getting hit. That's, yep. That's
1: right. Never forget. Never forget. Yeah, never forget. Right. And it like it became part of us. And then now we think of like our worldview has changed and everything is different now. Like it's a it's a new normal. Now. Yeah. <laughs> and like it's uh that trauma and that ritual of 9-11 has changed all of us because we saw the trauma. We experienced trauma. Trauma light, just watching, you know? Yeah. So this uh, circumcision is SRA light, you know, like the, like bud light, as opposed to the regular, you know, it's like satanic ritual abuse given to almost all the males of our society. And it's considered normal, just like the dark occult considers killing babies and drinking blood is normal. Mm -hmm. um it's routine it's considered the the name of it in the hospital is routine infant circumcision it's (laughs) the same as like ritual infant abuse you know uh so yeah it is uh and like the like i said earlier the mental uh walls that become created are similar to sra funk the way that it functions in the brain um, I've recognized that is true, and I'm and others have as well. There's many books about how um, it's a bloodletting sacrifice ritual, and we all know that those rituals are done for the purpose of influencing the minds of others. I mean, Satan, Lucifer, whatever might exist, there may be non corporeal entities that they're making pacts with and doing whatever. Yeah, that may be true, but really. The the blood, the pain, and the trauma affects the 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 minds of their victims, and the other children that are watching those kids get sac- get sacrificed are affected. That traumatizes them too. Just yeah. like we had to watch the people jumping out of the buildings on nine eleven, that traumatized us. Just like those kids that are watching the, the other kid get murdered, that's trauma. Yeah. And so like it puts us and when we are like when everybody is traumatized, it creates a bond, like an, a subconscious bond of like, oh, we're all victims in this victim cult. And that's another reason why it's so uh, like fused with the, the Jewish culture because like it creates an us and them type mentality like we are a cohesive cult of victims together
0: uh, uh, yeah yeah totally and yeah. I wonder what that has to do like if you think about the American male and you might put them out there with the rest of the males in the world that don't circumcise at least as much in our in their culture I wonder right. what the difference might be maybe we're a little more violent I mean just I, I don't I know have,
1: I have a, a clip I can play sure. here Let's see if I can get it going.
0: It seems like that would make sense in a way, because there's already some deep trauma there. and Exactly.
1: You yeah. Know. So that, that moves us into the next point, the, the last major point that I wanted to get to. And like um, any other questions, just sure. go ahead and cut me off and like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the pun is terrible <laughs> i didn't mean that pun there but yeah just interrupt me just interrupt me you know and like speak up like i'm you know i'm, I'm easy yeah. right. so yeah. here i'm gonna share screen there uh this is ronald goldman who wrote a book titled circumcision the hidden trauma and uh he goes into the long-term effects the mental effects psychological uh, this is a little clip from a movie, American Circumcision. Uh, Ronald Goldman uh, participated and in, uh, gave interviews to this movie. This is extended cut, like, you know, other, like, clips of the movie that didn't really make it in. Oh, but,
0: right. Okay, like, uh, yeah.
7: It was uh, in the medical literature. Uh okay, right, let's see. Well, the first research was uh, in the medical literature. Uh, there have been a lot of studies on circumcision. Uh, quite a few of them uh, have studied the pain. Uh, and they found that uh, there's no question that this is extremely painful for the infant. Uh, and they found that you can't necessarily depend on the infant's vocal response or behavioral response uh, as, as a reliable indicator of pain because what happens is sometimes the baby withdraws in a state of shock. So what they also, what they measured was, uh, for example, uh, hormone levels in the blood, uh, cortisol, for example, uh, which increases by a factor of three or four times uh, during circumcision. They measure heart rate, breathing rate, things like that. And they, they find that the physiological measures are more reliable, and they support the conclusion that circumcision is extremely painful. So there's that part of it. There's also, there was some literature on behavioral changes in the infant after circumcision. Uh, Sometimes the infant would be more irritable, uh, extended crying. Uh, Sometimes infants would withdraw. And they found that the overwhelming majority of infants who were circumcised exhibited some change in behavior. And this is significant um, because it shows it's not a temporary thing. Uh, There haven't been too many studies on long-term effects of circumcision on infants. But there there was one significant study in uh, 1997 uh, when they they looked at uh, the difference in response to vaccinations uh, when the infants were six months old. And they found that the infants that were circumcised had a stronger response to the pain associated with the vaccination than the infants that were not circumcised. Yeah. So that's huge right there. We are wired
1: differently now that we're cut and abused. Now our pain responses are more reactive. So when they cause pain to us in the future by like (laughs) injecting us with poison or whatever, like um, we are going to feel that pain more because our brains are wired already for pain.
7: (laughs) So here – like they were going to keep playing. And the investigators uh, explained this by saying this is uh, a result of neurological effects from a circumcision and a symptom of uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. So those are, you know, some of the significant studies that stood out. Um, But in the psychological literature, very little, if anything, on this. So that's where I chose to do much of my work. Uh, I started looking at uh, definitions of trauma. For example, uh, the American Psychiatric Association publishes a, a manual, uh, Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. And in there, they define trauma. Uh, it's an extreme experience. Uh, it involves uh, fear, helplessness, uh, and can sometimes involve torture, uh, extreme pain, and uh, they also categorize symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, there are three groups of symptoms, so to speak. The first group uh, includes things like re-experiencing the trauma, um, having uh, physiological responses to anything resembling the trauma a psychological upset. Uh, for example, uh, some men uh, get very uncomfortable just with the word circumcision. Uh, it, uh, it has a actually a bodily effect on them, uh, the psychological effect. Uh, other men uh, have told me they're very uncomfortable around knives and scissors. So that's an example of uh, symptoms from the first group. The second group uh, involves avoidance and emotional numbing. So these symptoms would include things like uh, avoiding anything that relates to circumcision. Uh, avoiding even saying the word, uh, avoiding uh, any articles or information about circumcision. So uh, I view this not just as a symptom of circumcised men, but it's also a cultural symptom because culturally we tend to avoid uh, information about circumcision, uh, learning about circumcision. Uh, We can talk a little later about how the media avoids reporting on circumcision. But basically, we avoid the topic and learning about it. And uh, the emotional numbing connected with this can become a generalized uh, kind of uh, a response where uh, people have a a general lack of uh, emotional expression. So that's uh, talking about the second group. That's another thing that they're trying to do to us. I mean, look at,
1: they want us to lose our emotions and our ability to feel. Sever us from our um, limbic system, you know. They, they, you know, yeah. like think about the dark cult. They, they sacrifice their care. They do cremation of care rituals, and they, um, it creates
0: a psychopath
1: if they, yeah. if they can remove our empathy, you
0: know. Yeah, and the PTSD he mentioned too. I, that's a word I've been just thinking, like, what is this? Oh yeah, it's PTSD. A lot of people are gonna have that through our whole society right you know?
1: yeah yeah i mean it's like post-traumatic stress disorder it's like if they that's the the desired reaction that the dark occult wants from us they want us to be shell shock It's yeah. you know so that we just don't do anything like oh we're deer in headlights whenever there's somebody wants to attack us we're just like uh and then they roll right over us they you know do their whatever ritual they
0: you know tell us a, whatever
1: lie and we just accept, oh, I guess that's true, you
0: know? It's that way now, like you see people wearing their masks now, they're scared. <laughs> they're, Yeah, I mean, like the cases are climbing, oh no. You know, yeah. I see it a lot now, it's like, yeah. again
1: it's like they're wired that way because of the last 2 years and because of the trauma of wearing the mask and having all of us shun each other and hate each other and like not go to yeah. work it affected us it affected us all and it put us through a certain amount of trauma so now all some people not all thankfully some people once they say the word oh, we got another variant that the you know The victims that have been abused so much they just snap to orders okay yes sir i'll do what you want because it saved my life and i'm afraid and because that fear is like in the core of them and their worldview now so circumcision is. is like uh such a huge tool for the satanists to create to to wield our society into a um Into Satanism light, you know, like what, what Passio talks about with like how a lot of people, because of the structure of society with the money and stuff, they are de facto Satanists because they're chasing money and this whole structure is built by Satanists to, you know, to make uh to make it an evil place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like little, because little we Satanist. go along. Yeah. Yes, little like Satanism lit light and for yeah. everybody to and then once everybody is immoral and wrong and once everybody is traumatized the same, then we'll all uh agree to okay, yeah, we're all evil. Let's just be evil together. Yay Lucifer. You know, like
2: mm-hmm.
7: It's it's kind of simple, but it's kind of the gist of how it goes. Post traumatic stress disorder symptoms, and then the third group includes uh, things like irritability and anger. That's me, too. Oh, I just I, and the last one, the
1: avoidance and the emotional numbing, like, yep, it's just it, uh, you know. And then I, I don't mean to talk about myself, but let's just keep going
7: here. And there, uh, I've I've heard from men quite directly how angry they are about being circumcised and that uh, some of them even carry on some hate in connection with uh, having been circumcised uh, I counsel a young man who's very angry at his parents uh, uh, for choosing to have him circumcised even though he's had conversations with them uh, they've said they're sorry just very difficult for him to get, get over his anger at having been circumcised so uh, I'm, again I'm looking at circumcision uh, as a trauma so I can relate uh, the symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder to the symptoms uh, that are being reported by some circumcised men. And uh, that's, that's something that's uh, new to the issue, and I'm trying to focus attention on that. Some of the symptoms that some circumcised men are reporting include uh, distrust, fear of intimacy, um, shame, Sexual anxieties. Um, again, I, I said discomfort around circumcision. Um, this is. This I'm not necessarily. I'm not saying here that all circumcised men are going to have these symptoms. But what's important is to acknowledge that some circumcised men have these symptoms. Uh, much more research is needed to determine how prevalent these, systems, these symptoms are. Uh, but uh, let, let's not ignore that these symptoms exist for some circumcised men. They're, they have a lot to say about, uh, you know, what's, what's of concern to them. Uh, they have been surveys of circumcised men, but they haven't been uh, the random sample kind of survey. They've been surveys of men who have come forward to say, you know, I'm distressed about having been circumcised. And then they're asked to report on what that distress is about. So that's that's relatively new information uh that we want,
1: yeah, so like uh, I don't know if you want to comment before well, I do just
0: the quick to anger part, I could see,
1: yeah, that America dude, yeah, it's like the Hulk, the Hulk rah, like you know right. all of a sudden, right. yep and and it's like uncontrollable, and like a lot of times, um, here let's stop to share a lot of times in like. With with myself personally, I'll like something that is traumatic to me or is emotionally distressing to me. I will try to not feel it, you know. Ugh. And then, if somebody's confronting me with something that I don't want to face, I'll I'll react like ah, I gotta defend myself, you know. And then the anger comes up as like a defense. Yeah. and i'll just like cut a person down with my, my with my words like right and um and i get like and when i first started doing shows about this like i'm i just put out episode 93 of my show and like i when i was up to like episode 21 i was trying to get jennifer to 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 go on the show with me and she's like, eh, I don't know. And so finally I was like, it's 20, it's, I did 20 episodes. Damn it. I'm going to do this. So, and then I went and I did it by myself and I just yelled at the camera and I had to stop because I was, because I was talking about it so much and it it affected me so hard. Like my fingers were like, like I was shaking and my, my hands, I couldn't curl my fingers in anymore. They were just like, uh, and it was like my physiology was changing. My heart was racing, and mm-hmm. uh just talking about it, and I was becoming angry, and I was becoming defensive, and I was just by myself, you know, talking about just talking, talking about the subject, and I had to stop, and I had to go walk the dog, and wow. smoke smoke a joint, and then I had to come back, okay. and then, you know, and finish, but I I couldn't. I just like it because it, uh, I'm wired like the your your body remembers, and the SRA victims will tell you this too, like Jay Parker and Carrie Olaje and these people that I've talked to. Uh, yeah, they they like, if, uh, Thomas Graham, uh, is a body worker, he does like massage and stuff, and he helps SRA victims by doing massage because their bodies hold the trauma, like they have a body memory. And so your body will react without your brain being able to control it, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's trying to protect itself. It remembers, even though you don't remember when you were a baby, you
0: know. It remembers, yeah. It
1: does, and it reacts against your will. It's just wired that way and Yeah. So let's, I've got one more clip of Ron Goldman. I Uh, mean,
0: I can say though, for myself, I have those same sort of things too, avoidance of a lot of things. And I actually didn't, but I think being raised around people that were like that made me a bit like that too. I mean, it's a societal norm too. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: It's like we all just suppress uh, and we just, uh, you know, do drugs instead or like take Prozac or something or like, You know, and they, or they, you know, go to a doctor and get a label like, oh, I am this, I have this mental, you know, like not, you, like not how, but some people go to that extent, they don't, they can't control themselves and they go to they they have, you know, it, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of traumas that we're all, we all experience trauma, it's like, you know, there's a there's a time oh, in yeah. our life, in everybody's life, when who knows what it may be. And we've, and it, I believe that pretty much all mental issues come from trauma. Like if you, if you learn about anybody that is like, and you, and you learn about like, like if you, there's this, this popular YouTube channel now. It's a soft white underbelly. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but this no guy way. is. No way.
0: That's so, so synchronistic. I just found out about that two nights ago. Oh really? Wow, yeah, that's great. Yeah, he's doing was, a
1: book. Okay. Yeah,
0: he was walking around Skid Row in L.A. Yeah, and um, interviewing people. Right. Only I found him through another guy, and then I went to his channel and. Yeah. Great.
1: Wow. It's I like he's very empathetic, and he's a very good photographer. He's good yeah. with the lighting, and like he's, and he doesn't change. He just lets them be themselves, and like, ex, and like lets them express, and it's like a it's like a study of mental health really. And he, he, you can see them, they're living on Skid Row and what really happened to these kids and these people. And like all of them were abused as kids, you know, yeah. and all of them had a trauma and all of them were trying to escape that, like do the, you know, forget. And like, Yep. and it's like, they're mm-hmm. wired to, to do that there. Cause they're not facing what, you know, so because of that, uh, and it's really, you can learn a lot. He's got, he's got a wide variety of people. Um, but really it's a good, like the main theme, like everybody just brings it up themselves is like, yeah, they, they didn't have friends. They were abused as kids. They had yep. terrible parents and, you know, and circumcision is just another on the pile of the child abuse that they, every kid has to endure, you know, um, and then they like will end up being all of us are going to end up with all that trauma like messed up in some way some some of us yeah. like survive and become uh you know good people uh, you know successful adults whatever yeah. but uh, we have to know ourselves to to do the shadow work and to learn where our trauma has affected like what the trauma was and what it is it that why do i react this way the, why you know how do i control myself like, yeah we can't be an adult if we don't learn you know and if we are just acting and not if we're just reacting to stimulus then we are right where the government and the dark cult and the satanists want us because all they got to do is this they got this big fishbowl They can take a wrench and bang on that side and all the fish will go together on the other side and they bang on that side and they all run to the other so it's it's perfect this is how they wire us for control and trauma is their main weapon of mind control and the more i learn about the darker cult uh the more i learn about satanic ritual abuse the more I recognize it in my, in our society, it is, uh, like I said, Satanism light, you know, it's a lesser version. I mean, they're not, you know, dragging us under Disneyland to rape us. And, you know, yeah, yeah. this would like they do to Kathy O'Brien or something, but they are traumatizing us all yeah. and circumcision. If they can, if they can convince a mother, to give her baby away to this dark occult priest who's going to chop, the like, give him the most pain, you know, then they totally have that person under mind control. Just like if they see you, if if they can convince you to wear a mask on your face, even though it says on the box, this does not protect against virus, (laughs) but the news says, like, you should do it anyway, it's like proof that they are totally under mind
2: control right. so like,
1: that's why the ritual of the bris milah, the you know with the the grandfather holds down the the legs and the father holds down the arms of the baby and then they allow the dude to like mutilate the, the child that they're supposed to love and protect and then everybody claps and they all have snacks you know it's so evil
0: it's sick yeah
1: yeah so let's so i got one more of uh ron ron goldman was at a screening of um, american circumcision which is a great documentary everybody should see yeah i gotta
0: check that out myself yeah american circumcision yes i think
1: it was on netflix for a while and if you want i'll send you the file yeah sure direct to your email um but everybody should check it out, American Circumcision. And Ron Goldman was participating. He he gave interviews. And this was a live screening from Boston Mass. And he was there uh, to give Q- Q&A with the audience after. And so this is a little segment I, I clipped out about. And it's about the psychological effects, uh, long-term effects. So here we go. I want to okay. It's here.
0: It's crazy to think how many people are walking around with trauma uh i mean we can't avoid the world is it's a school for the hard knocks we have we can't avoid all, everything but like this extra satanic trauma so many of us that have it so many
1: yeah and be like i said before since since it is a trauma we don't want to think about it we want to put it behind a memory wall so it like it automatically goes into our subconscious it our conscious mind can't you know and that's why with the extreme that they do to sra victims it even creates a different personality that can be programmed but to us it puts it behind amnesia so like like my dad was telling me about a month ago or whatever that like i was talking to him about circumcision and like how i did this presentation or whatever and uh and he he knows my work and like i I don't know if he's seen it all but um it dawned on him the like recently like he's like 78 or some shit you know and Mm -hmm. uh he told me on the phone the other he's like i never thought of it I never even thought of it. And I've got two brothers. Like we've had three boys in this, and he never thought of it. And I forgive him. I forgive my mother. Like I, you know, I, but it's just like, he was saying about how like he's got a corgi and corgis are, they usually clip the tails and oh, yeah, yeah. somebody was saying to him, Oh, are they like it was a kid and they were like, Are they born with no tail? And he had to explain to this kid about, no, they cut it off. And then the kid's like, Oh no. And the dad and my dad's like, Yeah, yeah it's bad. And then it dawned on him after all the work that I've done. And like, and and now he's like, Wait a minute, why is it not okay for dogs? But it is okay for babies humans. <laughs> and then yeah. he finally thought about it. You know, and it's so important for like for people, even people that aren't going to have kids, or maybe they're old, or even they they got a vasectomy, they're never going to have a kid. But everybody talks to each other, and it's all it's very important for everybody to understand and to think about it, because this amnesia wall happens. People don't think about it, and it keeps happening, and. You know, and like, same thing with the child abuse the pedophilia, like everybody keeps it a secret. Nobody talks about it and it keeps happening. Yeah. You know, it has to be exposed. People have to know the horrific trauma that it is. And then like, you know, stop, <laughs> basically yeah. stop uh, allowing it to happen. <sighs> yeah. So here, this is some of the Q&A with Ron Goldman. Logical stuff
5: that, that men face on this in terms of like, how men heal around this issue? Because there's not a lot of resources for men.
3: Sure. Uh, this is a trauma. And my, my primary book is called Circumcision, Hidden Trauma. And the trauma is an overwhelmingly painful experience. And we tend not to be very sensitive to infant's feelings because we, tend, we don't remember what it's like to be an infant. And it's a lot more comfortable for us as adults to deny that we're causing any pain, let alone trauma, uh, to an infant. So this trauma has various aspects, and one of the most serious ones, it disrupts the relationship between the child and the mother. That is very serious. That is our primary relationship. Of course, we grow and develop inside our mothers. There's a connection and relationship before birth so for a child to go through a circumcision, the child learns instinctively he cannot trust his mother to take care of him. He doesn't feel safe with his mother. His mother is not sensitive to how he feels. She's allowed this to happen. So he has to repress those feelings. Sometimes infants withdraw withdrawn shock. Now when one represses feelings, It has a a general effect, as I said briefly in the film. That means we're insensitive to a lot of feelings, not just the ones about circumcision, because we need these defenses to keep the circumcision horrible feelings repressed. So we grow up, as men who are circumcised, generally uh, having less sensitivity to our feelings, because those defenses are there holding back the traumatic feelings. And when we're less sensitive to our feelings, we're less sensitive to others' feelings. Reduces our Mm -hmm. empathy. And there was a preliminary research study on this, uh, studying the uh, feeling sensitivity of men who are circumcised compared to men who are not circumcised. And they found a significant uh, increase in insensitivity for men who are circumcised. And it makes sense psychologically. It even makes sense instinctively. Uh, How can we survive this kind of thing without repressing our feelings, and then that's gonna have a generalized effect on us as human beings being sensitive or insensitive to others. So we have a cultural problem here. We have a cultural trauma. And generally speaking, you know, there's all uh, parts of the spectrum here in terms of human sensitivity. But generally speaking, we're in, we tend to be less sensitive to the feelings of others in this country than, you know, say the European countries where where they're taking care of each other a lot better than we tend to take care of each other here. You know, we tend to be more competitive. We tend to be thinking about our own welfare and what's in it for us rather than how can we provide for the general good, the common good
1: so he just described that america is satanic and doesn't have emotional connections to others like it's yeah wouldn't you agree
0: (laughs) i would agree and that competitive behavior yeah um i did i always thought maybe you know someone could probably pin it on capitalism or you know something like that but honestly it's just in america really that it has that really like insensitive and Competitive behavior that's really ramped up. I, right. I I agree. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And if you look at and look at the the Wall Street, and you know, mm-hmm. and look like how that is, and you know, everybody drinks coffee here, and everybody works like twelve hours a day, like, and they, it's, um we, the capitalism is uh capitalism a great idea if it was actual like if everybody had equal standing and sure, there weren't huge yeah. corporations you know it's a, the the capitalism that we have is almost the same as china you know yeah, it's, it's not it's, really it's not even
0: it's like yeah yeah it's uh what do they call that um can't i'm drawing a blank right now but yeah it's it's like capitalism it's like it's
3: it's way
1: more crony capitalism yeah yeah yeah.
0: yeah.
1: and like and the the idea of oh i can be rich too like it makes us keep on like running the wheel you know Mm -hmm. and if we don't if we suppress our emotional pain then we can get up and get out there and keep working you know like uh it's it's survival like we're we're in a traumatized world and we're all trying to survive here you know um because it's rough out there and if you if you like i'm paycheck to paycheck you know what i mean and uh if i slip up then oh shit there's no food you know <laughs> it's a tough world and so uh yeah, there, there's a lot of traumas uh, from all angles, and we have to compete to survive. And we're raised in these schools where we have to compare ourselves to all the other kids, and like, look, I yeah. have an A, and you have a B, and yeah, I'm better than you. And like, I'm, comp-. and then you got, and everybody's the same age group, and so they all have to compete for attention from the teacher. And it's, yeah, it's there's it's, a lot of levels it's so
0: messed up, and you know, every the popular kids and the 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 preppies and the jocks and the the and so, nerd all these categories people right. fall into and yeah. 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 And, so.
1: and like, oh, I was traumatized like this and you weren't you were traumatized like that and like, oh, you don't look the same as me and I'm gonna make fun of you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's their the tribalism and competitiveness and like gnashing teeth, you know? Uh anyway, we'll keep, keep talking here. Yeah. Keep going with the clip.
3: So uh you know again there's very little study About this because we in this country we want to find a study that shows a benefit for circumcision that's the study that gets the funding that's the study that gets the the media attention and the study is to look for the negative effects you know who's going to pay for that so we do the best we can based on our resources but it's very difficult on the other hand do we need a study to find out whether we should be doing this or not just watch a video and trust your gut trust your feelings trust your common sense uh, Mothers trust your maternal instinct It isn't that difficult Can men heal from this from that trauma you said? To varying degrees uh, and I think the most effective therapy is Experiential therapy no talk in my opinion no talk therapy It can be a little bit of help, but it isn't going to be a, a significant because we're talking about emotional uh, problems here, emotional, the repression and the insensitivity. And feelings don't change from talking. I mean, we can understand, but somebody said once understanding is the booby prize. We really need to get back to our feelings, our natural feelings. We were born to have feelings. Uh, infants have more feelings, more sensitive to their feelings than adults are. And in order to survive an adult culture they tend to get defended and that's how how we survive in a relatively insensitive uh, cultural environment so uh, have I answered your question Yeah. so experiential th- therapies can be very effective in helping us uh, actually people have relived circumcision uh, discharge the feelings that have been repressed and feel a sense of relief and and more emotionally sensitive going on from there but it, it's a process it's going to happen in one session
2: yeah
1: so he's talking about uh experiential like uh talking therapy doesn't work and that's because when it happened to us we didn't talk yet like oh it makes sense yeah. yeah you know um that part of us that is walled off doesn't know words and it's just it just knows this experience feeling in its body and that's what is stored so um he's talked about uh reliving the circumcision he's talked about he's also uh, mentioned uh reliving it through hypnosis can help yeah i was gonna say that Uh, it it scares me i can't imagine reliving it (laughs) (laughs) you know but uh some people have done that to help to discharge that anger and that, uh, you know, emotional trauma. Um, and, uh, like, like, uh, Thomas Graham, one of my previous guests on my show, uh, he does body therapy with massage on people that have been traumatized. Like, I mean, I don't know if you, nobody's gonna like massage that part of your, you know, anatomy. No. It's kind of it's a private part. But what I'm saying is that, like, you know, uh, um, it's not like, you have to it. it uh, it's getting weird i don't know excuse me but i don't know where i'm going with this but basically it's like um like jay parker who has the nft like the tapping thing like it, where, oh right
0: yeah like yeah.
1: your body like uh needs to release that you know and it's not like um you know it's not like go crank your yank you know what i mean it's like <laughs> it's like uh it's a different kind of you know but it's it's I'm not, I'm not the psychologist. So I'm, you know, I can't really describe it. But experiential therapy is what it's called. And people should look into that. uh, Because maybe it will help some of the listeners that, you know, I discovered that this about myself, like I always knew that I was circumcised, but I didn't know that it was such a trauma in my life. And I didn't know that I had other birth trauma. I knew that uh the cord was around my neck and like, you know, like three times it was like extra tight and, they, and then I had to go to ICU. But then I was just told that when I was a kid, I was like, oh, whatever. And then like,
0: you're talking about and, yourself or, or yeah, myself. Oh, yeah. And yeah. like,
1: and like, so I, I kind of knew about it, but I didn't think about it. And then I like, I, cause I repressed that too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I, and I, I always knew that I, cause I, you know, every time I pee, I can see that it's, you know, like have been mutilated or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. But like, it didn't dawn on me, until I started the shadow work of like, understanding myself, and then, um, you know, uh, hallucinogens, and, uh, you know, working with my own emotions and uh, um, thinking it out and learning more about uh, the mind and emotions and trauma and learning more about humans and how they, how we work and, uh, discovering my own, my own, uh, problems, I guess. But, you know, this is like, this is a journey of of healing and understanding. And now I can, now it's not involuntarily just reacting like, Oh, what's my body doing? Why are my fingers like this? You know, why am I heart racing? You know? Um, with understanding uh there's healing and with doing this like speaking out about it and doing the action of spreading the words of like this is the truth of it it is trauma it can kill your child uh sudden infant death syndrome happens they can die days later um yeah uh so like they're, People need to know the true risk when people go to the hospital. The hospital doesn't really tell you what the real true informed consent. Uh, the hospitals like, oh, it's just cosmetic. There is no function for it. Oh, might as well get rid of it. Everybody else had it done. You know, they give yeah. you all these and the mom's like, okay, whatever. She's just been through a birth, you know, it's a big experience where she's not really, and anyway, so hospitals, it's routine in hospitals. They put it on the list, you know, even if you yeah, don't do. ask for it. Yeah. Like, so, um, it's, and we all know hospitals are run by some of them. Like there's a lot, like we were saying earlier, there's a lot of dark occult that is connected to hospitals and that yeah. whole, the way that, you know, the Rockefeller medicine, like Rockefeller is connected to these dark occult, like yeah. they are, you know,
0: they bought their way into the families, like, you know. Um, There's a lot of symbolism they use too that is straight from dark occult. Right. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, and the whole you know, bloodletting, child sacrifice, is dark occult ceremonies. You know, that is a dark occult ritual to uh, to kill a thing you love, and then drink its blood and eat its flesh like they do every week with the christian ceremony the catholic ceremony yeah it's the same like if you can kill your little baby if you can allow it to be bloodlet sacrifice uh you know it's total mind control it's domination of the mind and the will and it's adhering to the cult and it's proving your own uh allegiance to the cult and as an anarchist and somebody that values my own self sovereignty and autonomy bodily autonomy this is my body my choice you know yep it's so important and um and if we can if we can recognize that parents don't have the right to circumcise their babies that's the truth. Parents think it's their choice. It's not. It's their duty to say no, leave our boy intact. Because that's the that is allowing your son to own his body. Right? And that if you love your kid, Hmm. that's the only choice. Your job is to protect your baby. Mother's job is to protect her baby. And mothers are the ones that choose. If dad can't recognize that it's trauma and dad wants him to look like daddy and he's going to do it and mommy says no, the court goes with mom. That's how it always works. The mom is the one who is the ultimate. Uh, sometimes fathers try to sue. There are cases where fathers have won. It's but rare, and in I've most, in most it, cases,
2: yeah. mm-hmm. right?
1: In most cases, mom gets final word. So even if you have to take your baby and run, that's okay. You just <laughs> do that because who cares about the courts? It's your job to save your baby, and it's our, it's my job to tell you about it. And I thank you so much for having me on your show to allow me, like like I said, yeah. it it helps heal me to talk good. about it to others. Good. And I appreciate the chance to do so. Thank you, brother.
0: Yeah. Well, it's good to have you on. And it's really a cultural problem. It's what it is. Yes. Like he summed it up by saying it is. Circumcision is a cultural problem. It's it's just one of those deep uh, hidden factors that are in our deep hidden causal factors in our society that contributes to this suffering that we don't need to experience on planet earth that's right
1: yeah it's the worst suffering (laughs) babies feel three times more pain than adults
0: yeah yeah they don't have any way to get it out it's right and
1: it just it it changes them forever like i said earlier Mm -hmm. they uh they are and what what we do as a society to the most helpless to our own family to our own loved ones, is a very good barometer of how uh, loving a society we are. Yeah. And if we're gonna mutilate our own babies, whoa, we gotta pump the brakes and go the other way because
2: we're just repeating. I don't want to be. Yeah, I yeah. don't
1: want to be in a society that thinks it's cool to chop up little babies. You know what I mean? Well, it's it up so to us to, starts, to change yeah. it.
0: We can do it though. I mean, we can make a whole new society by avoiding so many of these things. And hopefully we can. And hopefully this, this is just one of those many things that are in society that we ignore and just accept. And it has to be. We have been. But yeah, your
1: listeners now can't ignore because no. they no, heard they can't it. Know. They it, heard... it. went in their ears, and now it's in there. So they just it's heard gonna... two
0: hours of circumcision, so they should know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. and we didn't keep. We, I wasn't. I wasn't like getting into the bloody gore because if you want to learn, it is bloody gore. Like holy oh, yeah. crap! Like there's pictures and stuff you can. If you want to, like it's gross. So I can I'm imagine. trying to do my. I'm trying to do my best to like to really give the the full range of what it is without like scaring people off by like like oh they put a hole in the whole thing and they peas out there and they're like oh it gets infected i'm not going to get into it but i'm just saying like it's i've tried my best to make it so that everybody can like share it it's not that scary of a thing and yes we do talk about the reality of satanism but it's you know at least we're not like yeah it's gross and scary it is gross yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway thank i you, think bro. the same thing might need to happen in some of these northern african countries with the female right. mutilation too yeah
1: yes and the way that the females uh perpetuate it amongst their daughters and they block out in their mind that it is trauma and they think it's like um and there are um rumors of that they share like oh if a male's penis touches the clitoris then it'll fall off like oh we better cut it off the girl and like uh-huh. they it's it's the same like insanity yeah because it is hmm. such a deep trauma they have to use insane cognitive dissonance to cover up what they can't think about because it's trauma. That's why trauma is such a huge tool in the, the toolbox for the Satanists yeah. to change us, to make us slaves.
0: It is. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And the only way we can do it is start talking about it and get people to realize that it's right here. John, right. thanks for coming on and sharing this. It's been, it's been helpful for me too.
1: Yeah. Wonderful. Um, yeah. It's my pleasure.
0: yeah uh, well uh you're welcome on anytime wonderful thank you brother (laughs) okay all right